All right, everyone, welcome back to a new edition of Afterbirth on Rebirth with Tap and Nova. Now, as you all probably gathered last week, you didn't get anything from us. And, well, that's because, uh, well, life took over, okay? That's all I can say. Real life happened, and we just didn't get a chance to record. Uh, so if you were looking forward to it and you didn't get to hear it, we deeply apologize. We but we're back this week. Yep. So that's always vengeance. a bonus. Back with a fury vengeance. Fur fur vengeance. With the yep. All of them. <laughs> whatever whatever word, adjective you want to throw in there, feel free. Feel free to throw it in. Okay, so this week uh I was very excited to see Trinity number two. Ooh. Um so let's I, that one. No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, that was the one I when I opened up our reviews, I was like, "Oh my god, Trinity's out! This is awesome!" Because especially with the cliffhanger from the last issue, you're kind of going, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah. So uh, I, I, I was very excited to read Trinity. Yeah, me too. I like the cover. I yes, it's quite nice. Quite nice. I I think we can end the review there. the cover is quite nice there's your review yeah i think it's francis manipool yeah that's his name francis manipool spot on with the artwork i thought throughout the entire issue it was just um it was gorgeous absolutely but uh the story no anyway i thought i thought it was a pretty good continuation See, I, I didn't realize that, I, I, like, the cliffhanger, you sort of see this other dimension, but now it's just like, yep, you're in it. They're in it. Yeah, it was... In costume, it, nonetheless. It it threw me off for a little... However, I will say, I did like that they even kind of mentioned, like, I don't know how I got in my costume. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They, they, was... they did acknowledge that, hey, I'm in my costume. Yeah, and so we've got, like... I guess it's another dimension as well, but it could be the past. They just haven't really figured it out at this point. Because you got young Clark. You do. Little boy Clark, who uh, looks exactly like John. Um, and has to interact with his... It has to interact with uh, Mr. Jonathan Kent. Pa, pa Kent. Um, and yeah, I mean, you got you got the Trinity back in in Smallville. I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it was just an overall really fun story about the team kind of learning one another and working. Because remember, Batman and Wonder Woman still don't really trust this version of Superman, so... Yeah. Um, and there are some little uh, plot twists that Manipool throws in there, like the kryptonite-laced water, and um, there's sort of like... They talk about how Superman was looking at Smallville, which should be pretty much the same, but he was looking at it with wonder... Um, so Batman and Wonder Woman are a bit suspicious about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it was pretty cool. I did enjoy it. Uh, Cliffhanger, I mean, I was hoping for a different villain, to say the least. Uh, but hey, you never know. <laughs> I mean, we do we do realize um, what's going on with this whole mirror and whatnot. Um, they, you know, we're all being goofed a little. Yes, sir. But yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty good. I don't. I, f- I get the feeling you didn't enjoy it as much as number one. Um, I enjoyed number one more. That is true. 
Um, although I did enjoy number two. Um, I, I don't think it was bad by any stretch of the imagination, so like, don't think that that's what I'm saying, because it's not. Um, I did really enjoy number two, but I don't feel like it had the same magic that number one had, I guess. I don't know. Number one was just, it hit you right in the feels, yeah. whereas this one was kind of, I guess there was some some field jerkers in there, but... Speaking of jerking, um, <laughs> Green Lantern's number nine really jerked me off my feet. Because I, I well did played. not expect this at all. Like, I I had no idea. I guess I missed the previews, or I didn't really look at the solicitation cover closely enough, because this was not at all what I had expected from the issue. Like, or Sam Humphreys, really, because it was sort of out of left field. Yes, it, you, it was. You get this, like, it's a prologue, but it's a complete side story. Um, that was, I thought it was pretty good. I actually really enjoyed this issue. I did too. It was really awesome. You got to see Hal Jordan rather than, uh, you know, Simon and Jessica. Um, it, and it was definitely a prologue introducing a new character. Um, yeah. and uh, kind of how, yeah, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? And I'll see a new villain. Frankly. Yes. Yes. Um, so they kind of show like his background and growing up and how he's interacted with the green lanterns over the years and uh yeah. oh, how he tried to be like the green lantern bandit really yeah. is what it comes <laughs> um, and there's some ni- there's some really nice art in here too oh, yeah. like the like the one where they they're talking about how he's working at Arkham and they show that picture of the joker in the straight yeah. jacket that was just uh, I don't know what it was I love that panel yeah, it's crazy. It's just this guy who like dedicated most of his adult life to trying. He's like, I'm gonna get a Green Lantern ring. They're gonna, they're watching me. They're testing me. They're analyzing me, and he's just losing his losing his cool. Yeah, he's like kick ass. Like he throws on a costume and goes and he's, literally gets yeah. his ass kicked. I mean, that's really what it is. He gets his ass handed to him. Yeah. Um, I. How much of the new Fifty Two Green Lanterns did you read? not a lot i think i read the first 12 issues maybe so the cliffhanger was sort of for you like oh did you know that this was not a new character not really like i i think i'd heard the name but i wasn't familiar with it because like i said i only think i read like the first year worth of green lanterns in the new 52 yeah he was like jeff johns introduced him in his final arc of the new 52 run i was very i'm very excited this Oh, I guess I kind of spoiled it, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe read we've already we've we've already told people though. This is a, this is a spoiler podcast. Yeah. This is not spoiler free at all. Exactly. If you haven't read Jeff Johns Green Lantern run, the, run then I mean you don't care and you don't know what I'm talking about, so that's fine. Um, which hey, you never know. I mean, this could be like people's first exposure to DC. Which uh, more power to you. I'm glad you're part of the team. Thank you for bumping the sales uh dc now sells more than marvel anyway um it's like yeah, four months straight i i really did enjoy this issue and um, i'm trying to remember the gentleman's name robert roca i think the artwork was fantastic. robson robson, robson roca it was cooler than robert i mean yep. come on bob How yep it's robson robson roca but yeah this dude's like uh batman gone wrong basically Poor man's Batman. It's kick-ass. It's like you said. Yeah, anyway, it's literally kick-ass. <laughs> um, 
while we're on the color green, I'm sorry, Tap. Uh, you I didn't know. read Green Arrow, did you, you bastard? No, I did. I did. Oh, okay. Oh, twist. <laughs> that's a better. That's a better cliffhanger than Justice League this week, I will say. Or a twist, rather. That's not a cliffhanger. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed Green Lantern this week. Uh, or Green Arrow. Green I'm Arrow, sorry. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was tight. It was last month's was was decent. It was more just um, Dinah and and Ollie. Making out, M- making out on a beach. Um, but this one focuses really kind of more on the plot twist and whatnot. And uh, I did. I enjoyed this one quite a bit. It was really well written. Yeah. The art was awesome. I like the art in it a lot, too. Yeah. Um, you still have some of the Ollie Dinah flirting, going back and forth stuff. Um, but then you have these two new characters that are introduced um, that are natives. Uh, to yeah, this island. Like, it's like Atta and Anna, and it turns out the Ninth Circle did live on. Um, Correct. Despite them having sunk the, the that big ship they had. I know you mentioned that a few uh, weeks ago. Yes, yes. But and yeah, you yeah. have Atta and Anna, who are actually husband and wife, but are yeah. on opposite sides of what needs to be done in their mind. Yeah. So. <laughs> I like how... Uh, Oh, Ollie and Black Canary just like screw it for both of them. Um, I thought that was kind of well. I don't know if it's their fault. It was kind of Diggle's fault. That was both of their faults. <laughs> it's all of their faults. They all they just basically ruined like the potential for this guy who made like a a, a, a turbine that could power cities. And they're just like, yeah, let's just we'll, we'll blow it up. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, that's just Oliver's billionaire douche sticking out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, it felt really natural, I will say, for someone who hasn't been reading Green Arrow. It felt uh, like the dialogue between all these characters feels good. It, it doesn't feel, like, uh, forced. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, I'm, I, I gotta say, I kind of regret not reading more. I probably won't read back. Spoiler alert, but uh, I'll keep going. Uh, I, I probably won't read back because I don't, I don't care that much. <laughs> I'm a lazy, I'm a lazy boy. There's yeah. so much stuff to read. I mean, come on. Great cliffhanger. Um, I'm sure they'll get out of that sticky situation. Imagine mm. imagine what a twist that'd be. It's just like, yeah, the book's not selling well, so I guess that cliffhanger you know, don't don't tw- don't put a twist on it. Just let it happen. And well, now they're back with Diggle too, so that's good. Yeah. The, the the team Arrow is back in full effect. I uh I dig it. <laughs> I diggle it. Such a loser. Anyway, I diggle it. So, okay, real quick, let's just let's just get let's just clear the air and get some stuff off the off our chest here. Uh, so first of all, you did not read Harley Quinn number six at all. No, I didn't. I read about half of it and then skimmed the rest because I just I couldn't I just couldn't read it. I I couldn't get into it. I was trying to do it. I'm like, this is for the podcast. And then I'm like, no, my brain hurts. Uh, I just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a Harley Quinn fan. And which is sad because I remember Harley Quinn number five. I said, oh, it's actually kind of a fun read. It's a lot better than the other issues. And this one kind of went back to, I just, yeah. I can't do it. So moving on, uh, Harley Quinn, we're not fans of. Um, uh, speaking of another title that we're not fans of. Say no more. Uh, <laughs> um, moving on to 
the title that we were probably the most excited for when we first heard about Rebirth. Yep. And now it's the one title that we probably dread the most when it comes up into our review list. Well, I gotta say I don't dread it that much, mostly because I know I'm gonna read it and just have so many criticisms and stuff to complain about. So I look forward to it in that sense, but I feel like I wasted time after I read it. I will say the art, though, is a saving grace. Jesus Marino in this book, it's the art has been nice. That is the one, the one positive that I can say about this book is the the art has been top notch. So I can't complain about that. I think what upsets both of us as well, and I think it upsets you more than me, mostly because I'm still looking forward to it is the fact that, you know, we had this sort of JLA title looming over us, but that's not going to be... It's a completely separate team. It's not like in the past where they sort of had maybe a Justice League and a JLA title where it's the same team, but they sort of... It's just sort of having two different titles, you know what I mean, with the same team, just to have two separate titles and two separate stories going at the same time. Yep. But now we just got this. So our favorite characters are, uh, you know, the big... Big five or big six, however many it is. I don't feel like counting right now because that means... Uh, I don't know. Your, your brain's going to hurt. You got State of Fear Part 2, written by Brian Hitch. Art by Jesus Marino, Andy Owens, and Adriano Lucas, who, like we said, uh, saved the book. Now, um, I got the first thing I want to complain about is... We, we ended off, and this is sort of like near the tail end of this issue. We ended off with like the flash basically beating up jessica and sort of being like he's like filled with anger and he's like oh i uh, i'm gonna you know hurt you or something and it's it's sort of like brian hitch was like no 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 oh no i changed my mind i don't want it to be like everyone's filled with anger or something no i'm gonna make it so everyone feels like their their absolute biggest fear or whatever it's sort of like he changed his own idea for the second issue of the arc because yeah. now, now Flash is just like, oh, everyone, I'm fast and everyone's slow and I can do everything fast. I'm too fast for her. And it's just so weird. Um, it was a really, really weird issue. And the thing I, another thing I really hated about it, I felt like um, Brian Hitch thinks people are stupid. Because he sort of explained three times throughout the issue, three separate occasions, what is happening to everyone. Oh, Superman's feeling anger towards Batman. Batman's feeling guilt about everything he's done. And it's just like, yeah, I know. I got it the first time you told me. Uh, The second time, I guess you can tell it for the people who are 10. And the third time, it's just, why would you tell me a third time that this is the emotion every character is feeling? I get it. Pretty much. I just, it, it felt like really nothing happened in this issue, and it's sort of everyone just sitting around sulking, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, okay. So, I, I'm with you. The one part I did think was kind of cool was the Superman-Batman scuffle. I did think that was kind of cool. Um, like pushing Bruce against his desk? Well, just like how they're like, you know, I've done everything you've asked, everything to like prove that he really is Superman, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there was a little bit of coolness there, uh, just for that one page. Uh, like, <laughs> it didn't same, really last. Yeah. At the same time, it's like, what, what kind of anger is this? Because they end up sitting together and Superman's like, I'm really angry at you right now. I could kill you. 
And Batman's like, well, kill me then. Kill me. But they're both just sitting there. Yeah, that, okay, that was a little odd. What kind of, like, villain, demon form thing is this if it's not actually going to make them do anything? It's so weird. Yeah, no, that that was a little odd. But here's where it gets a little bit odder, at least for me. Last page. Now, even before then. So, I had, when I read this, I hadn't read the new issue of Cyborg, which also dropped this week yet. Um, so I'm reading this and all of a sudden I see, you know, Vic using boom tubes on a football field and I'm going, the fuck? (laughs) I'm very confused. Like what, what is going on? Why is Vic on a football field using boom tubes and people being like, Oh, you can't use those boom things of yours. Uh, Like, like I didn't get it so then i'm thinking to myself oh well maybe it's something that ties into cyborg number three. Oh, oh no that would just be too clever um it has absolutely nothing to do with cyborg so and then the whole time so it gets even weirder because not only is that going on but then you have simon baz sitting on the bleachers um just like why did why did i let cyborg bring me here uh, and i'm like what <laughs> he could leave at any time if he doesn't want to be there. And then you have Cyborg being like, oh no, everyone's looking at me. I have to run away because I'm hideous and I have to hide. And I'm just so confused because how did he even start playing football to begin with? I don't and, yeah, how did he get he's ar- together that quickly? Well, not only that, but he's already got boom tubes. Uh, is yeah, I, I had I don't know, and I, and like people are okay, like people know about it, and like the football team's like, oh, we know you use oh, these, like don't what? Cheat. Don't cheat! It's like, like, it's like seriously, what the hell was going on? And then you have Jessica Cruz in her Green Lantern cocoon, and I'm okay. And then you have, like you, yeah. you already discussed the whole Barry thing, being like, oh, I'm too. Too fast for her. I'm too fast for everyone. Blah blah blah. And I'm just like the only part of this that even made a tiny, tiny bit of sense to me was the Wonder Woman Aquaman stuff. Like that's the only thing that seemed reasonable, like plausible. Because that's kind of what Aquaman's been. I mean, dealing with in the, in the Aquaman title. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just. I just I don't get it, man. Yeah, and and at the end of it, whatever, just go spoil. Like Jessica Cruz quits the Justice League. I don't know. Sam Humphreys is doing the complete opposite over in Green Lanterns, where she's like, "Yeah, well, you know, I can I can be a part of a team. I can help people. I'm making constructs now." But like this whole oh, my God, oh and crazy. there's like a thing going on with there's kind of some flirtations going on between yeah. Jessica and Simon. And then all of a sudden, and, and Justice League, it's Barry Allen, who's got a girlfriend in the Flash. He's like dead. She's He's she's missing. Over. Well, yeah, she's missing oh, currently. Missing. But yeah, but yeah. So you got. So I'm just. I don't. I don't get it. It's like they're not. It's like the Brian Hitch isn't talking to the he's other writers at all. He's not talking to himself because he's changing the power of this villain from issue to issue. Um, which is the villain, for those of you that aren't reading the title and won't be, please don't, is a um, a black paste, sort of like a black it rem- goo. It, it, rem- well, it almost reminded me of like the black smoke from Supernatural, 
Like sure. the TV show Supernatural, if you watch that. I haven't seen it, but... Oh, sir, you're missing out. <laughs> it's like a 12 seasons, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's amazing. I absolutely love that show. It's like one of my all-time favorites. Well, anyway, um, moving on to bigger and brighter things. So, let's just dive into Cyborg. We're already talking about Cyborg. Let's fucking dive into Cyborg, right? Cyborg number three. So, I really enjoyed Cyborg number three. <laughs> It's, I mean, I'm not surprised. It was, it's been very good so far, and this continues the trend. Yeah, um, it was. It was, it was really, really um, good. One thing, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before, is sometimes the dialogue feels like it's got like the slightest hint of like, uh, like a Silver Age sort of weird, overly expository. Um, sort of instead of saying I'm, there's this need to say I am, but maybe it's just me. It's not really a big deal. Uh, I still really enjoyed it. It's got this weird, I don't know. I, I think this is like a, a much cooler cyborg than anything. I think Brian Hitch could ever write. Yeah, I would agree with that, but and, yeah. So this starts off with amazing art right off the oh, gate, yeah. okay? There's a huge, once again, spoilers, people. You should be reading. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, you have, uh, basically, Cyborg's having a nightmare yeah. is, is what's going on. Um, and so they're, the Justice League is having a battle uh, uh, with Darkseid, and he's just eliminating them left and right and there's just this really amazing panel of wonder woman like leaning over him and she looks like half zombie yeah, and awesome. oh the art is just off the hook well, speaking um, of which the the cover as well is amazing very misleading but um it was misleading because <laughs> i go i saw the cover and i go oh my god dark side this is I was like, Aquaman's dead. Batman's just hanging. Oh my God! This Flash is dead. Yeah, but it's. And then movie. it's like, and then it's like, oh, it's just a five-page dream. Okay, moving yeah. on. But like, Cyborg, uh, can, Cyborg can rearrange the, the I don't know what they call the nanites. The nanites is that? Sure, why not? Is, I the think micro it's the nanites. nanites. Um, just making up science jargon, uh, to basically make himself look human again. If he thinks Which so. I thought was pretty cool. I thought that was kind of a pretty cool thing. Has he ever been able to do that in any of the other yeah, series? Not really. And I'm like, why not? The apocalypse tech can do so many things. Why couldn't it do that? And I guess uh -huh. he's like, uh, he's able to do that now, which is pretty sweet. I wonder if he'll just, um, again, like Brian Hitch, if you had talked to someone here, he could have been a regular guy running around boom tubing. It would have been even cooler. But anyway. Um, he runs into... It's basically like an Inception kind of thing going on. If you think about it. He's, he's got like yeah. uh, nightmares and nightmares. And it seems like everyone... And he's not like, supposed to be able to have nightmares right, is what they're saying. So they're they're very confused by this yeah. because he's not supposed to be able to have... Like that part of his brain has like, been they're like, yeah. shut down thanks to Pa. And it's, it's crazy. This like... Um, this... So I guess last time we didn't really give this away. Maybe we did. I don't remember. This imposter has sort of taken over as his dad. And he's yep. basically turning him against his real dad. It's crazy. It's super cool. But I'm wondering, who do you think in the Justice League will be fighting Superman next in their book? Because it's see, <laughs> Aquaman fighting Superman. Um, Batman, I guess, in Justice League, he fought Superman. 
uh, Cyborg fought Superman now and is ongoing. I'm just waiting for the next appearance of Superman to be this uh, this like babysitter who's like, you did something wrong. I'm here to spank you. <laughs> uh, that would be uh, that'd be interesting to say the least. But yeah, this series is. Uh, I, yeah, I don't want to give too much away because this this issue specifically had so much story in it. It really did. Uh, that I feel like I feel like even if we spoiled a lot of stuff, we would not be doing this book justice. To be honest, uh, it was that well written, and there's it's that heavy with story, and you learn so much different things in this issue. Um, that you just have to read it for yourself. I really don't want to ruin it because yeah. I feel like if we say any more, we will ruin this title and not give it the justice that it deserves. Yeah, and I'm kind of worried this will be a title that um, doesn't make it as far as others in terms of sales and whatnot. So I think people should really give Correct, it a chance. Correct, because I mean, let's be real. Whoever thought a cyborg solo issue would be this good? Right. Number one. Uh, when I first saw, oh, a cyborg solo issue, okay, well, I'll read it because we're doing the Rebirth podcast, but that's about the extent of it. Little did I know, I'm actually in love with it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it, it's incredible. I think the writing on it's amazing. And, yeah. okay, here's what I don't understand. <laughs> so you have a book like Cyborg, absolute amazing writing, and it's not breaking the top ten in sales. You have craptastic titles like Harley Quinn and Justice League. And now, granted, Justice League did drop in popularity over the last issue to like from 5 to 10 or something like that. But you still have Harley Quinn and Justice League breaking the top 10 in sales every time. I just, it's mind boggling to me. I don't get it. <laughs> I The only thing that I can think of is because Harley Quinn is quote unquote cool she's part of the cool club uh and then justice league is just that old familiar that everybody knows and loves from over the years uh that's the only thing that i can think of as to why they keep making the top 10 yeah. and leaving out all these other really fantastic titles out to dry which is really sad yeah people just need to break out of their shells they do um Try something new, like Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah, really. Super fun book. Scott Labdell, oh, fantastic. And what a great guy. Super fun to talk to. Yeah. Um, you know, another great title for me, to be honest with you right now, because I'm just I'm staring at it, and that's why it's coming up, that I'm really enjoying. And once again, whoever would have thought in a million years that I would be saying, well, I guess with New 52 you did, but Aquaman. Yes. Aquaman has been super fun. It really has. Uh, now I read the first couple arcs of new 52 Aquaman and I did get into it and I was like, holy crap, you know, Jeff Johns made this Aquaman badass, but I didn't finish the new 52 Aquaman. So I don't know if it stayed really good or if it fell off. I have no idea. Um, but this current Aquaman, Dan Abnett is, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, there's like this huge shaggy man chase. Yes. It's issue nine. I can't believe it's already... Right issue number nines. It's I mean, if this was Marvel, they'd be rebooting with number ones again soon. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Aquaman's not doing good enough. 
Shaggy Man's on his way to Amnesty Bay. Mara's still trying to sneak her way, trying to trying to diplomat her way out of this uh, queen training, I guess you could call it. Yeah, it's basically what it is. Yeah, she's just being super sassy. And yeah, it's sort of this is sort of I do like Dan Abnett's uh, work so far, but um, it feels like nine issues and. It's still sort of the same thread that Jeff John started back in 2011 with um, Aquaman trying to prove his worth, which I don't I, I feel like people would be like, you know what? He's fought off Darkseid twice. Um, he's part of the Justice League, been there all the time with him. He's saved us X amount of times. I don't know. Yeah, but. I don't know. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it's still that ongoing joke of, yeah. but it's Aquaman. You know, like he's I'm, never been. Yeah. He's an old school character, but he's never been like a super popular character. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did like. Um, there's one part here where he, when he's fighting Shaggy Man on the on the surface, and Merc comes, who's usually been kind of a kind of an ass. Uh, he comes and he's like, he's like, oh, you're being proud. You, you're stuck in the shade of Superman. I just thought it was a good, um, a nice little exchange between the two, especially because Merck's usually just been the guy who's like the, he's the commander of the army, sure, but he's never really talked to Aquaman, sort of um, man to man. I uh, didn't. Yeah. Now I wasn't. I'm not very familiar with Shaggy Man. Are you? Were you familiar with him prior to this? He's like a Silver Age. Oh yeah, yeah. But no, I, so I, I, I do think it's cool that the, I do think it's cool that they're bringing him back. Yeah. Uh, but I will say his powers are interesting to me. Apparently, yeah. like you attack him with, like, say, a missile, he's and then you so, try to, I mean, and then you would try to attack him with a missile again, and he's like, "Oh, that's not gonna hurt me." Yeah, he's, like he's Doomsday before Doomsday came along with his spikes and his. Uh, he's like a hairy Doomsday. Yeah, he <laughs> looks like Sasquatch. Like yeah. it's. I don't know, but yeah, I thought it was I a enjoyed cool way. it though. It was a cool way. I thought that Aquaman got rid of him. Yes, how he uh, slipped his teleporter Justice League card yeah, into his know, fur. I didn't know they literally had a card. Um, oh yeah, I didn't know that. That's cool. I didn't know that they used it to teleport. I knew that yeah. they carried cards, but I didn't know that they used it to teleport like that. So I thought well, that was pretty cool. And then I was thinking at the same time, I'm like, how do they teleport then? Do they just say teleport? It makes sense. They need some kind of... Well, here's the thing, though. Now you got Shaggy Man hanging out in space by himself. With the, with the card. But he has Aquaman's card. He just needs to get some uh, atmosphere so he can... Is he gonna? Tr but the thing is, I guess my next. Well, I don't know. My I guess my question is: is is he gonna take that card, figure out a way to teleport using it, or is it only strictly to Aquaman's DNA, yeah. so to speak? Or is a Shaggy Man gonna show up in the Watchtower? Or is he gonna float around until some space entity picks him up and says, "Oh, you've got this card, and you're a mindless beast like Brainiac." That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, or uh, Rusty the the <laughs> Rusty the Oa leader. Um, Rusty the guardian of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, uh, this phantom ring. Yeah, uh, and, uh, 
If you want it, it's cool. You can have it. <laughs> For those that don't know, just wait until this Saturday's podcast. Saturday. It's uh, it's entertaining. Yeah. Um. So the one thing that I did laugh out loud though on this was as soon as Shaggy Man starts teleporting away. Uh, Aquaman's all like beaten up and stuff and he's laying there and he's like Neptune's balls <laughs> I was like what Instead of Neptune's balls. balls that was awesome I was like oh that's good yeah. but now you have nobody helping him you have Merc it's like you know someone help me you know he's hurt yeah. and everybody's just standing around taking freaking pictures yep god the age of the, the Aquarius. Everyone's Snapchatting. <laughs> Everyone's Snapchatting Aquaman pictures. Snap, Snapchat, Aquaman. All right. Well, we've got probably the top three. Honestly, top three. Really, I mean, when it comes down to it. So let's not. Uh, it, you can say no to this, but let's do like. Uh, so we're not talking about the Bat Family two in a row. Okay. Um, you want to do the Nightwing first? Yeah, we can do Nightwing first. Rise of Raptor Part 1. Finally out of the uh, Monster Men crossover. Uh, I love Steve Orlando, but I'm glad we're not um, tied down to that storyline anymore. So Yes. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we're back at, back uh, back to it again. Great cover. Is a, there are some great covers this week, I really must say. You got this huge... Um, it's it's like one of those you know when like you watch like a cop show and they they're trying to chase a lead and they've got like all these newspaper articles and photos going from one to the other, so there's this whole one of like Nightwing's Nightwing's past and all the all the pins and strings that are tying to each other make the Nightwing symbol. It's really good. Uh, definitely, I I wish I could get like a nice big print of it. Yeah, there's been a lot of covers lately. Even from Marvel, I've seen some that yeah. I just want to turn into like T-shirts or posters, you know. Yeah. But uh, back to Tim Seeley writing. Javier Fernandez back on artwork. I didn't realize how much I missed his uh, his Nightwing doodles, but I did. Um, and yeah, I mean, the issue started off a bit uh, a bit iffy, I will say, but. Gosh darn it! After about five pages, wow! It was it was back at it full frontal. Um, wrapped all up back. in your face, full frontal style. I don't know what Tim Seeley's doing with Raptor, but he's got me all over the page with this character. I just yes, I, I you love him, him, you hate him, you love him, you hate him. Yeah. It's yeah. I hated him, then I like him. You got him and Nightwing fighting uh, while <laughs> while Raptor's drinking beer, which I thought was pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, there's there's all sorts of stuff going on here, and it is just there's so many mysteries. I mean, you got mis- you got Bruce Wayne making a cameo in here. I I really need. I just I'm I, I loved it. It was such a good issue. Um, great action artwork. Hell of a cliffhanger! My God, uh, I actually got chills running down my spine when I saw that uh, last page. It's crazy. Most definitely. I really, really enjoy Raptor as a character. I wasn't sure what to think of him in the beginning of the Nightwing series. And now I'm... Uh, yeah. I, I absolutely love him as a new character. It's Even yeah. when I hate him, I still love him. 
Yeah, I I can't wait for more. This is going to be... This has all the inklings of a good arc. That it most definitely does. All right, well, that leaves the penultimate book we'll be talking about tonight. Superman number nine? I think so, yes. Yeah. Which you know Nova loves because it's Superman and it's a throwback to Mr. Darwin Cook. I did really enjoy it. Um, it wasn't, you know, now that, <laughs> I don't know. The, the the previous issue got me all excited because I didn't know that it was a, a tribute. But um, I guess if I had known, I wouldn't have been as uh, as fascinated by it. But still, this was pretty tight. It was like a nice little change of pace for Superman. It was a nice throwback, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a nice little romp and on basically they call it Dinosaur Island, but really I guess it is. I guess I don't know. It, it it was just a lot of fun. You got Well, and, <laughs> and you meet a and you meet a new character, so that's always yeah. fun. I like how um there's a part where they're fighting this I don't know his name, this huge like silver ape and they they show like a he throws a bomb or something and you see crypto going to it and they're like crypto no and you're like he's not gonna die again is he and they show it exploded he comes out and he's like or whatever like a little bark and like good boy I'm like finally that's definitely got to be a joke right i mean there's I think no way so. it wouldn't be but yeah it's like a little if you're you know if you're super emotional you got a little tear jerking moment where john's like but i miss mom will we ever get back dad will i ever see mom again um it was good nice little cliffhanger i wonder where this will go got uh yeah because yeah. now they're well now surprise they're back, they're back. yeah big, big surprise there yeah you didn't see that one coming <laughs> did ya no, I thought it was going to be forever. And Brian Hitch would be the only writer not implementing it in his book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a solid, solid issue. Speaking of It solid, was, it was fun. Speaking of solid issues, what do we have left? Uh, Batman, my friend. Ooh, that's right. Another, another, the, the start of a new Tom King arc always warms my belly. So, um, it is going to be Bane oriented, but not just yet. Not with this, not with this issue. Well, sort of. You get the start being a little Bane, Bane talking to a psycho pirate. No, I will say... I was very, we, you and me both were very, very excited for this book because it was the introduction of Bane. Yeah. Um, so because of that, I was expecting a lot more Bane than what we got. Yeah. I'm sure it, it was, happen. it was, oh, I, I'm sure it will. It's, it's just a slow build and I was really yeah. hoping for like a big explosion and it, I didn't get build. that. You gotta wait two weeks for the next issue. You slow <laughs> build. <laughs> I did though. I just wanted like a really big explosion, you know. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So Gotham Girl's still feeling down in the dumps, and um, gosh darn it, my screen just stopped being maximized. Um, <laughs> I really like the art. Uh, the one downside to getting these PDFs is you can't see the two-page spreads. 
because they're sort of separated into it is it's very frustrating and sometimes it makes it difficult to read there well there's one in particular where batman's standing in front of arkham asylum and i could just tell it's like one of the most beautiful two-page spreads i'll probably see for months to come and i just i i had to see one half at a time until uh well until tomorrow i guess when i get it from my local shop maybe um anyway this is sort of like if what if batman had sort of needed a suicide squad this is really what it comes down to going into arkham and um basically just gathering up a, a group of villains to help him out going to santa prisca yeah <laughs> i like the uh there's a kite man cameo yes there he, was <laughs> he just yells kite man <laughs> <laughs> Kite man! Oh God, he's so. It's just, it's just funny. But I mean, there's you know, it's just Batman being awesome. He's he gets uh, he fight. Was it Bronze? Is that his name? Bronze Tiger. That's it. Yeah, that was Bronze Cat. I was like, no, it's definitely not Cat. But yeah, Bronze Tiger. And there's a cool little uh, Batman being a super detective part there. It was a good buildup. Um, it's it's also funny how they sort of. The last person he recruits, I'm I'm looking at the second last page and they're like, no, you can't, you can't take, you can't take them. Like they're once you let once you let them loose, it's all over. the The city's gonna go to ruin. I'm like, could he be releasing? Who? I mean, is Joker even in Arkham? I don't know anymore. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, it's I'm looking forward to more. Just gotta wait two weeks. Not the biggest deal. Yeah, I'm hoping there's more Bane in two weeks. That's my biggest thing. Is I, I I'm really looking forward to Bane. Bane's one of my, not my all-time favorite Batman villain, but he's up there in the top, you know, two or three as far as Batman villains go. So I'm really looking forward wow. to more Bane. It's true, wow, my wow, friend. Wow. It's true. I love Bane. He's just so, he's like a just a brutal badass, but he's also like super, super, super smart. I think you're just into the luchador. That too. That too. I love it. I love the mask. The mask is the mask is sexy. It is. Makes me want to say, uh, ba bang, ba bang. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, on that pleasant note, it looks like our uh, rebirth, rebirth in review. Any last words, Tap? May the powers be with you. No, um, no, I, I think I'm good. So, so once again, sorry for last week. Uh, life got in the way. But uh, stay tuned for this upcoming Saturday uh, for Four Guys in a Comic. We're going to have a new episode out on Saturday, and it's entertaining because Rusty's drunk. Yes. And, and um, oh, a couple announcements I guess we could drop real quick. Uh, Comic Bento. That's right. Not Bandito. Comic Bento uh, is an affiliate of ours, and they, you know, send out, you know, monthly blind box trade paperback subscriptions. $50 or more worth of product for only $20 or less, depending on how many you order. But you really want to save some money? You really want to give, you know, Comic Bento a go? You really want to? Click on the link below. You'll save 15% off your very first month subscription. 
You said it, you sort of said it like it's a secret, but it's not. Tell everyone about it. Yeah, shout it from the rooftops! Um, and then also, we have some really nifty four guys in a comic t-shirts. We do. And it's only $20 for a shirt, and that includes shipping. Yeah. Flat yeah. rate shipping with shirt, 20 bucks. Yeah. International, I think it's like maybe 23 bucks. And just so you know what you're getting, it says four guys. It says comic, and it also says and uh. Maybe not... Uh, and that order? That order. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> if you want it that way, we can figure something out. Four guys comic and uh, or uh, guys for comic uh, and... You never know. It could be like yeah. a new cool thing. We we should probably repost it on our Twitter feed and stuff as we well. We, we've posted it before. You can go on our Facebook page and see all the shirts there as well. And initially, we only did them in uh, black and white. But yeah. if you don't want it in black and white, you want to be like rusty and you want it in purple and yellow, we'll hook you up. We can't do different colors. We can't get the splash of beer on it that Rusty has on his, but... Yeah, we that, that you got to do on your own. That's, that's the extra touch. But yeah, so four guys in the comic shirts. Hit us up if you want one. Like I said, 20 bucks. You're not going to find it. You can't even go to a store and buy a t-shirt for 20 bucks nowadays. And these are quality, quality shirts, all right? Um, so yeah, we can get them in any color you want to do it in. Just let us know. We'll make it happen. $20, include shipping. And yeah, that's all I got, no. sir. Can't go wrong. That's all I got. Um, all right also if you haven't you know if you're into if you're into these blind boxes i know tap recently got one as well he's going to be posting a youtube video oh yes has. yes well it will be posted by the time people hear this yes fair enough uh geek fuel and that's just a personal thing i mean they're not affiliated with us or anything no, no. yet yeah. um no, but, but that's if, you're, if you're curious to know what's in a in a said box, uh, wh what you're probably going to get, maybe not the exact, obviously not the exact same thing, but generally. Well, actually, you could, because I think they're still taking orders through uh, the end of the month. They basically keep doing it until orders run out. So if that is the case, you know, by all means, order. It's a really, it's this month was a really good month. I just got mine today. I'm very excited. It was a really solid month for it. And uh, just, yeah, go on to our YouTube channel and check it out because I will be uh, having a little, a little fun video, if you will. Uh, so, yeah, good times, good times. Check out Taps Box. Yeah, Taps Box. <laughs> all right, folks. We're going off the rails again. Yes. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll uh, we'll hear you'll hear from us on Saturday, and we'll tap and I will be back next week or whenever you're listening to this. We will. We will. All right. And all uh, right. Despite all the dirty jokes, you stay classy, Internet. The power is yours.